Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I am with a dear friend of mine, probably actually one of my oldest friendships uh, all the way from high school. I have my friend Francesca. Francesca, how are you doing? Doing wonderful. How are you? (sighs) I am doing great. (laughs) You sure? You have to yeah, yeah, yeah. The dramatic pause. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, you just recently moved. What happened? Back to around Auburn, right? Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Um. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you went away for a minute. That scared me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. I asked you a question. <clears throat> my question, it's okay. My question was that I said that you recently uh, moved uh, to be around uh, Auburn. How was that for you? Um, it's been, I'm extremely glad to be back, but it has been honestly a harder transition than I thought it was going to be. Um, I graduated in 2019 and COVID hit two two months later, so my first teaching job was kind of like, you got a job during COVID, you're going to take it. Um, so I moved all the way to South Carolina, uh, which after being, you know, two hours away from family for the past five years, it was a big adjustment to go from two hours to six and a half. Um, so it was my goal over the past two years to get back down here. And I really did want to get back to Auburn because that's where all my friends still are. Or most of my friends, other than you, who decided to go way, way far away from me. Um, and I finally got back down here, but it's just been, it's been a lot hard. It's been real hard. And I'm not, I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's because I'm busier than I thought I was going to be. So I haven't really had time to settle. Um, I mean, I've been here for a month now, almost exactly. And my apartment sales are put together and I've feel like that's very unlike me but I am happy to be back in the long run I think it's going to be a lot better for my mental health so absolutely well what what is your for people who don't know you personally what uh you said you have a job with education what specifically do you do I am an elementary music teacher um my previous school I worked kindergarten through fifth grade general music and now I'm actually only going to be working with pre-K through second grade. So I get to work with just the babies, which is really, really exciting for me because it's the age group that I really enjoy more. Um, But another awesome thing that I get to do just by moving here is I'm actually now an assistant director for the high school band. So kind of juggling two different things, but it's been really fun so far. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially at that age too, because their, their, their creativity the kids' creativity is starting to come mm-hmm. out and they're, they're really starting to get exposed to music and you can be really influential in terms of, you know, how they, how they listen mm-hmm. to it or. And it's kind of, yeah, that's it's awesome. Kind of a big responsibility when you think about it, because at this point in their lives, they still enjoy it. Um, and it's like, I feel like if I make, you know, one wrong decision, they're going to hate music forever. So <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No pressure. Not at all. Well, Francesca, tell people how we met. This um, is one of my favorite stories. Because I think it's actually pretty funny. Um, Go for I it. I actually don't call Tanner Tanner. His phone or his name in my phone has been Bobby since the day I've had his phone number. Because, and I'll never forget, I have this exact image in my head. We were at we were in marching band together. Tanner had just moved yeah. from Florida. And <laughs> uh, we were he was walking out to the band field and I was walking into the bedroom and we were crossing on the steps. And I said, hey, Tanner. And he said, hey, Veronica. And I said, you know what? You never get my name right. So I'm going to call you Bobby. And so it's been Bobby and Veronica from from then until now. And it's funny because sometimes I forget that your name is, is Bobby in my phone. And I'll search Tanner to like send you a text. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And I'm like, oh, wait, it's Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know why I called you Veronica because it would be one thing if there was a girl in the band or something. No, we didn't know anybody. Veronica? (laughs) 
No, there was no one named Veronica, so I, I, I don't know what that came from. No, but... Well, and then... Go ahead. Keep um, going. It was just funny because you... I think you were just a nervous little... Because you were, what, a sophomore? I was freshman. Wow. So I was yeah. a junior. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old. Something like that. Something like that. And then... uh because it was my freshman year, um, you kind of took me under your wing. And honestly, we became very close friends over the years. And then you ended up, because you're two years older, you actually went to Auburn. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, then I toured Auburn my junior mm-hmm. year and then um, fell in love with it as well. Yep. And then we went to college well, together we for a few years. And, you know, we always... Um... Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. You don't go ahead and say you it. You know, we, go ahead. we were all excited about being back at the same school. And how many times, we could probably count on one hand how many times we saw each other while we were at Auburn. We were both just yeah. so busy all the time that we, it was like random. That one, I remember that one random night at Sonic where we sat there for like two and a half hours because we hadn't seen each other in so long. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was really sad because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're you're seriously one of one of my oldest friendships, mm-hmm. and we have consistently, even if it's every once in a while, we can always call each other and um, talk and catch up, and everything's good. Which I said, I said and, a lot about our friendship. Absolutely, it, it's not very common mm-hmm. nowadays. You know, if you if you get out of touch with someone, it's a hassle to, um, you know, keep a decent relationship with them yeah. or talk and catch up with them, but. Never been a problem mm-hmm. for us, and here we are still. Here we are. Now it's, Look at us. <laughs> holy shit, 10 years? Yeah. Oh, that makes me feel old. Ten Has it really been 10? years. Oh, yeah, because I was 14 when I went to high school as a freshman, or 15. Wow. So it's been like nine years, nine, 10 years, yeah. Wow. Way to make me feel old. Yeah. Yeah, you're old as fuck. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Today we're doing something a little bit different. Instead of doing one specific subject, actually, I'm going to kind of ask uh, several, I would say, general questions. Um, Nothing too specific to peg it on just one topic, but obviously still staying on the uh, subject about the 20s and all of that. Um, So take your time with the answers. It doesn't need to be like a three-second response, (laughs) but... um, yeah, well, changing it up a little bit, the format, and see how it goes. All right, here we go. First question. <laughs> what is the main thing that is holding you back right now, Francesca? Um, right now, I would say it's my anxiety because, I mean, that's something I've struggled with since I was, like, I don't know, 12 years old. Um, mm. But I'm currently going through a major life change. And even though I know in the back of my head that that's okay, um, I'm still trying to stay in my own little bubble. Um, and I have so many more resources now that I'm back down here, but I'm, I don't know if afraid's the right word. I'm like hesitant to reach out to people because I don't know if it's, I feel like I'm inconveniencing people or I just need to be able to do stuff on my own because I've been doing it on my own for two years up in South Carolina. Um, but I've been, I've been having a lot have a harder time adjusting than I thought I would. Um, and it's just with like stupid shit too. Like I'm having, like, <laughs> I like lose sleep at night because my living room isn't set up yet because I don't have a couch because the couch isn't getting delivered until August. And it's like, and then I, you've always been like this. It's, you know, I have, and it's just like my mom, she'll say, Francesca, you need to have one piece of pie at a time. You don't sit and eat the whole pie. I think I've told you this before. Um, and it's just like, but it's like, and then I sit back after I've had, you know, my little pity party panic or whatever. And I'm like, why the hell did I just waste an hour about on that? It doesn't matter. I mean, it does, but not right now. Um, right. So I think the biggest thing holding me back right now is worrying about the wrong things. Like I, it's, I know my couch isn't getting delivered till August 16th. Why do I keep worrying about it every night? You know, I should be worrying about, you know, getting my license switched over to this new state and, and setting up a classroom. And it's just like, no, I can't move on because I don't have a couch. My living room is a mess. It's fun having anxiety. It's better be the, 
better be the best damn couch you it's ever. It's gonna be a nice couch. Have in your life, you know. Yeah, you spend twelve hundred dollars on something. I think you, I just want it now. You know, but well, if you don't like it, you can send it my way. Okay, but... that's right. <laughs> they set it up. They if you had to set up my living room, I'm like, mm. actually, yeah, you no, know it's what? just not for me. Let it back up. This is the address you're going yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate you. Yeah. If I was the, the yeah. mover. Um, next question. If you had the choice to accomplish just one thing in your 20s, what would it be? Oh, wow. Um, oh, God. I – just one thing. I'm going to say is – it, is it nerdy if I say tenure? Like, I want to find – I want to – I want to be settled and know that I'm going to stay where I am because you and I are very different in the way that you moved all the time and I lived in the same house for 25 years. So all this moving that I've been doing has been so hard for me because I don't like change. Um, So I think, I mean, I'm 25. I feel like, and there's the pressure of, you know, what you see on social media. Everybody now is getting engaged, married, popping kids out, and I'm still just me. So I think if I want to accomplish one thing in my 20s, it's be working or living where I'm going to stay for a long period of time. Not necessarily forever, but I want to be settled. Like, I don't want to, like, the past two years it's been, well, I'm not staying here. I don't have any plans to stay in South Carolina. And now I finally made it back to Alabama. And it's this decision of, am I staying here? Am I going to go back to Georgia? Am I moving to Auburn? So right. I, I mean, those who know me know that I have to have a plan. And I don't feel like I have a plan right now. <laughs> I'm just kind of okay. vibing, you know? And it's, like you say, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's, it's fine. fine. We're, it we're doing fine. great. <laughs> <laughs> she says. Question numero three. If you could give one piece of advice to everyone in the world, what would it be? Um, do what makes you happy. Um, whether it, this is hard to explain. This is a, a hard lesson that I've, I've come to learn over the years. And, it's just if if you enjoy doing something and it's not necessarily what the people in your life think you should be doing or want you to be doing or xyz i still think you should do it anyway because if at the end of the day if something brings you joy you should be able to do it um i get i've gotten crap almost my entire life from not necessarily my family but more more of people in education trying to make, because at the end of the day, everybody thinks it's about money, right? So I have gotten so much shit throughout my career of, you really want to be a teacher? You sure? Oh, you want to teach music? Is that really what you want to do? Um, one of my best friends in college, his father runs one of the biggest companies in Alabama. Every time he sees me, he goes, you still want to be a teacher? You sure that's what you want to do? And I'm always like, absolutely. I'm like, this is what I've wanted to do my whole life, pretty much. Um, I dressed up as a teacher to my kindergarten career day. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, um, and it brings me so much joy to see my students be happy and loving music that I can't imagine myself doing anything else. Um, and that's like, it goes outside of career. If you love, you know, with something random like me i love fish i have two beta fish and i love them and i'm a nerd about it and people think i'm weird but it makes me happy so i'm gonna love these fish till the day they die which might be soon but you never know (laughs) here is such a crazy concept it's almost like you're it's your life so you should make your own choices for yourself crazy how that works and you just by having that internal happiness and knowing that what you're doing is actually what you want to do, you're already ahead of the curve for people in their 20s by well over half 
that, you know, half of the people, they chose a career in college or they had a major in college and either they got into the work field and realized it's not what they want to do or they stuck with the major that they had because they're like, oh, shit, it's junior year. It's too late to change now. And they're miserable. But you knowing that this is what you want to do and you actually having true happiness out of it is 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 huge. That's awesome. Getting here, don't I won't lie about it. Like my yeah, <laughs> my college experience was not the smoothest, but that's okay. Um, and I think looking back now at my whole experience, um, I don't I don't really think I would change much about it because it it made me who I am today. But in the long run, like like I said, just do what makes you happy. I have a friend who I'm currently working with who. And all of my stuff's going to be music related, so I apologize, but that's like my life. <laughs> I'm a friend who I'm working. He's the assistant. He's the percussion instructor at the high school. He went through a full year at Auburn as an engineer, and he absolutely hated every minute of it. And he he said, "I didn't have any friends." He said the classes were hard. He said I went home and I just, you know, I didn't, I wasn't happy with where I was. And then he changed to music. And he's now, you know, teaching, he's been teaching and he's so much happier than he was doing engineering. Granted, he's, he said today, he said, all I really left was the paycheck. And I'm like, and I think a lot of people today are driven by money. And that's just the, the sad reality of the world we live in now. Um, but I don't think anything should hold you back from doing what you want to do. And absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Next question. <laughs> Is your 10 year old self proud of you? So I mean, 10's what grade? Oh God, I should know this. I'm an elementary school teacher. Was that fifth grade? Sixth? Third? No, no. Fourth. Anyway, elementary school. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think they would because when I think back to when I was ten years old, I mean, I'm the youngest of four. I was always striving to be like my siblings. And I think today when I look at who I am, I am so proud of the identity that I've created and, and just being myself. Um, because I mean, I think most people today will struggle with comparing themselves to others. And I mean, that summarizes my childhood experience to T. I was always, you know, and it didn't help that social media pretty much was created when I was young. So if mm-hmm. you see everything that everybody's doing and you want to be them, you want to compare yourself to them. And I had friends growing up that had extremely different family situations than I did. Like one of my best friends through elementary middle had like this big mansion and had the perfect family and that just wasn't me. (laughs) Um, But knowing how much I struggled with, like I told you earlier in, in, in the podcast, I been, you know, dealing with anxiety since I was like 12 years old. Um, And I feel like I have uh, mostly a handle on it now. I mean, I definitely don't cry as much as I used to. <laughs> My family would probably argue differently, but um, I don't know. I feel like some days I'm not proud of myself now, but I think in the long run, if I look at all I have accomplished, I'm extremely proud of where I am right now. Well, you should be. You should be very happy. <laughs> You should be very happy with yourself. Next question. How could you be a better friend to people? You know, I, this is something that I have always struggled with. And I, I always like get so, I don't know what the word, I, I throw a pity party for myself because no one's talking to me. But then I sit back and I'm like, you know what, Francesca, the road goes both ways. I can I can reach out to somebody. I could send a text. I can call somebody. And that has always been something I've struggled with. And I think it it really has affected my friendships growing up because for some reason, whatever it is, I always expected people to reach out to me. 
So when they like, didn't, I would get all upset and then like people would hang out without me and I'm like, why do they hate me? Um, so I think being a better friend would be reaching out to people more um, and just not expecting everything to come to me. She says, talking to her friend who she's known for almost 10 years. Uh, yeah, no, that's, um, I would agree with that. That's, that's definitely something I could do too. But also at the same time, I was kind of trained to like out of sight, out of mind when I moved, it was just easier to not talk to people. So that kind of translated to like my current friendships, you know, especially when I lived somewhere so long, I was, it was so foreign to me. I was like, what am I supposed to do now? I'm used to leaving people. I think it was hard for me when I, when we started going through all these life transitions like one of my biggest one of my best friends elementary school went to a different middle school and that was one of the hardest things for me but we fell out of touch so quickly because we just stopped talking and I look back now and it's like the people that I thought in high school that I was going to be friends forever with I probably haven't talked to since the day we graduated just mm. because we, they didn't reach out. I didn't reach out, and it just, just now I, I see out. them on Instagram. You know, like it's just crazy to think Shout about. To you, know, you do. They're engaged. Have a great life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Ninety percent of All right. Instagram feed is engaged, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> but, uh, right. I'm. I'm starting to see that too. On my my feed, it's kind of crazy. Whatever. I'm not having a quarter life crisis. I'm fine. What's the deal breakers for a relationship for you? Well, I know there's a long list, Francesca. So <laughs> narrow it down to like I've had some one doozies. or two. Okay, I've dated seriously. I've dated maybe three people in my life. I was not the girl in high school who had boyfriends. The first boyfriend I had was my senior year, and we all know how that worked. Um, shout out to Tanner for answering the phone at one a.m. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> I think in all the relationships that I've had them not being many every every one of them has failed because of lack of communication and I think me being the anxious mess that I am I go overboard with communication and I think that scene is clingy when in reality, it's just me being who I am. Like, if I yeah. text you four times in a row, it's because my brain's going out a million miles an hour and I have four different thoughts, so I send you four different texts. Um, and I'll never forget my the guy I dated for six months in South Carolina. Um, one of the biggest fights we ever had was because he wasn't answering his phone and he just showed up at my house. And was all pissed off. I was like, I was like, you haven't talked to me in about eight hours. You could have been dead. I mean, just she just show up at my house and get mad. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> uh, that way. Like I don't know. I just unless you tell me that you're gonna like the guy I'm talking to now. He tells me he said like he'll say I'm not gonna be on my phone today, but I'll text you when I can or I'll text you tonight. It's it's like a, it's one text. It's a simple thing. You jump yeah. off the face of the earth. I don't. I think about the world we live in today. I don't know where you are. <laughs> so I think communication is my number one thing, and also just because it's of who I am as a person. If you don't tell me, if you don't explain a situation, or if you don't tell me this is what I'm doing, and you just fall off, I think I think I've messed everything up. I think I've ruined the relationship. You're going to break up with me because that's just how my brain works. And I don't know. There's probably some deep trauma there somewhere, but we're not going to get into that. Um, Shout out to anxiety. <laughs> you everyone. We love it. We love it. Um, and I don't, I don't there's, think about it. There's probably some connection with, with the way my parents were growing up and, you know, right. it's just, 
Oh, I just, I just need you to just talk to me, you know. You need a lot of reassurance, and there's nothing wrong I with that. Do and I communication or reassurance? I always feel bad for expecting that, and even though I shouldn't, like, nah. And and something that always gets people mad when I'm, you know, whether I'm in a relationship or I'm talking to my sister, is that if I, I'll ask you a question, and I'll, I'll be communicating, and we'll be talking, and then I'll say I'm sorry. I'm like, why are you apologizing? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I thought I irritated you by asking that question. I'm sorry. And they're like, stop. I'm like, sorry. And then you just keep saying you're sorry over and over again. You can't get out of that vicious Wait, cycle. you're sorry for being sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> just, I just need somebody. I just need somebody to talk to me. <laughs> just communicate, you know? Yeah. I don't think that's too much to ask for, for someone to talk to if you want to be in a relationship. Do you love yourself? And did you used to not love yourself? Oh, this is a rapid fire question, by the way. It doesn't need a you don't need to dive into everything about it, but um, myself now, yes. Do I still have days when I don't? Of course. Did I used to? No. Um, one of the biggest things I've struggled with for my whole life is self-love and self-confidence. And I still have my days where I struggle, but I've, I've definitely gotten a lot better. And I think that has a lot to do with the kind of people that I've surrounded myself with. Um, you know, but yeah, we won't get into that because that's yeah. a whole. That makes a huge a difference in who you surround yourself with. Itself. Good lord, it is <laughs> that. That definitely, definitely. Oh lord, what's what is a uh, what's a misconception people have about their their twenties? Um, I definitely think people assume that once you hit your twenties, life's going to fall into place. Um, I think mm. I think that's the the lie that we've been told our whole lives. Like, as soon as you're an adult, once you finish college, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting here 25 years old and I still don't do my own taxes, you know? Like, I still call my dad for everything. I still, you know, need help all the time. Um, And some people out of college don't even know what they want to do for the rest of their lives. Like, you you graduated college at, what, 22, 23? Yeah. And, like, my sister, my oldest sister, she got a degree in English. You know, she paid out the wazoo to get a degree in a language she already spoke. It's fine. Um, She had no idea what she wanted to do when she finished college. And she ended up taking yeah. a job that she didn't want. And she just now, think about it, my sister's turning 30 this year. My sister just now got a different job. She, she had been working that job since she got out of college. What an idiot. <laughs> and the I'm funny thing is she's probably starting to travel all more. It's fine. We love Julia. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> well, she's not alone. A lot of people do it. Like what we just said um, – uh, previously was that you know like a lot of people stick with their degree in college because they mm-hmm. think it's too late to change or then you get stuck in the work field and yeah. it's, uh, then it's even worse you think oh there's no way i have to stick with this work field because uh you know i'm 24 25 26 etc mm-hmm. even though i don't like it i'm i'm kind of stuck yeah. so yeah absolutely i i would agree with that that's probably the the main one for me I, too I know, is I've come I know to learn. that's exactly how I felt when I started college. I was like, okay, by the time I'm by my graduate, I'll be in a stable relationship. I'll have a career plan. I'll know where I'm going to live. I'll be, you know, popping out babies by 25. Wrong lies. Look at me. <laughs> granted, granted, well, I and have it a little easier than a lot of people. I mean, other than the curveball of COVID. I'm doing what I what I plan to do. The only right. struggle that I really had coming out of college was where? Where was I going? And then I, I ended up getting stuck somewhere where I didn't know anybody. And I worked for two years at a school that was not the best. <laughs> um, 
I mean, it took me two years to get out of it. Like, I can't imagine staying if I hadn't gotten this job. I mm. can't imagine being being stuck there because it's not what I wanted to do. And so now I feel like that I moved back. I'm starting over, which I kind of am. That's awesome. I am. So yeah, you kind of are. What has been your biggest lesson so far in your twenties? You know what's funny? I wrote the same question for you. Ooh. And, uh, <laughs> You can ask me after you answer. Lesson? Yeah. Oh. You know, I thought about this as I wrote it for you and I forgot what I was going to say. My biggest lesson in my 20s. Well, I'll, I'll pin this to a specific point. And I know you and I have been part of that. I've this a lot. My junior year of college was a nightmare was a nightmare because it was the point of my college career where my friends went one way and I went the other. And that's okay. Like, that's perfectly fine and normal. But when you go through three years with the same people and then all of a sudden you're not going to be with those people anymore, it's kind of scary. Um. So the biggest lesson I learned, I've learned in my 20s so far is it's okay to be alone. Um, and I, that's that's and I think, huge. I well, like that I one. Think, think about it. Between having friends or a relationship or, or just being near people, I think we are so afraid because of the way society is that it's a bad thing to be alone. It's a bad thing to do life on your own. So that moment for me where it was, okay, all your friends are going to internship. You're not. And it was just me. It was back to me. I was probably in one of the darkest places I had been in a long time. Just because I didn't know how to be alone anymore. Because yep. I had been with these people for three years. And it was all of a sudden like, well, shit. You know? And I went through pretty... And I, granted, I still saw those people every once in a while. And I'm still very good friends with them. But I went through from that point to the end of my college career, even to now, I've been doing everything by myself. And that was a huge adjustment for me. Because also look at the way I grew up. I'm the youngest of four. I was never alone. Are you kidding me? So by the time it happened to me again, I felt like I felt like it was my sister going off to college again. Like I was like, I'm alone. I don't know what I'm doing. I hate it here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, I made it out and I probably made it out better than I would have if I had been leaning on those people, if that makes any sense, because I was relying Absolutely. on myself more and coming more into who I am as a person and looking back on it. Yeah, it sucked, but I, you know, nothing in my life. I mean, you know me in high school, nothing in my, in my life has really ever been easy. And I think you and I are similar in, in that fact. So it's like, it's almost kind of yeah. like I hit that point in junior year of college and I was like, well, it's just kind of par for the course for Francesca. But I didn't let it kick me down. I kind of came into my own and was doing life by myself. And now I'm okay doing life by myself. I mean, granted, I, I yep. don't want to do it forever, but. I know that I can't. <laughs> yeah. I would say that would be, um, well, two things for me. Definitely. Number one is um, learning to be best friends with yourself mm-hmm. because uh, <clears throat> until pretty much my senior year of college, it's amazing how we don't realize we distract ourselves and never we're not very often by ourselves. We're normally around people like you have your roommates, you're in a class with other people, like just in the presence of others. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, moving up here with my mom, the only people I knew is my family and uh, my girlfriend. And while she was in school, <clears throat> all I was doing was working and I didn't have any friends up here. So I, I was a, pretty big adjustment in that regards to learn to be best friends with myself and be okay being alone. Like you, like you said. And then the other thing is, um, 
is the word that's tatted on my left bicep, which is Sonder. I did not know that. And that what? Oh yeah. Well, I have two tattoos. It's the one on my right. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So Sonder's been on my left bicep for um, I don't know, two years or something like that. And well, you know, I I stand I. You know, if you if you saw me in person, you would see it. Well, kind of. It's kind of hidden, kind of not. Yeah. Well, you're in South Carolina, so fuck you. Um. So the word, if you don't know what the word sonder is, it's the realization that um, every passerby in your life or everyone that you see is living a life as complex as yours. So. Uh yeah, and and there's layers to it, but essentially what I'm trying to say is that that you. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover and everyone is going through their own shit. And it's very easy to live in um, for me to live in Tanner's world mm-hmm. and think that, Oh, the world's against me, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's going through their own stuff, <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's um, exactly. I, well, I, I figured, um, but I think that's huge too. I think that mindset change and kind of making me more um, empathetic towards people um, has really opened the door for me to um, build more relationships with people and and ultimately just kind of have a more positive outlook on life instead of being a pick me and being so negative about my own life. Well, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think one thing that to me seems like really helped you get to that point is that Unlike me, you aren't really on social media that much. Am I correct in saying that? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would say so. Like, and, I, and you've <laughs> always been that way. So I think I've struggled because I'm always comparing myself to others. Because I'll go on Instagram and I'll go on Facebook. And I'm like, well, look what they're doing. Good for them. Why am I? Why do I stuff so much? Um, yeah. And I think it's good to just it's so good to just be by yourself sometimes and it's just it is i think people need to do more of it honestly normalize it normalize it i mean like you don't have to be an introvert to like be alone like you could just be a human and just want to be by yourself absolutely absolutely and then once you have that freedom with yourself it really helps with your um self-confidence mm-hmm. and self-awareness and then just overall you just feel better if you if you love yourself you're gonna you're gonna have that love for others right. too i don't know it sounds cheesy yeah. but um all right next question this isn't very rapid fire by the way i'm gonna change the title to just gen- general <laughs> questions with francesca um that's right i i'll, I'll make it that <laughs> title um next question francesca it's it's a two-parter so what is something you did not value in your teens that you value now? And then the second part is the opposite of what is something you did value in your teens that you do not now? So you can choose which one you want to do first, but something that I, hold on, let me, something I didn't value that I value now. Correct. Correct. Yeah. We'll start um, with that one. I have Word. so much time in my teens. And now I look at myself and I'm like, there are not enough hours in the day. Granted, <laughs> I have a very full plate right now, but yeah, I, oh my gosh. Like, well, I think about how much I would complain as a teenager about being bored and not having anything to do. I wish I could go back and be like, honey, buckle up. Buckle the fuck up because you're not gonna only not be bored. You're not gonna have time to breathe. Like <laughs> I haven't. I I don't think I've had. Like I have. I have been nonstop since I started college, and it's only getting worse. You know, and something that I. I'm sorry. Did I stress you out by asking <laughs> yeah, that question? Sure, no, that no, sigh no, was no. just funny because where i'm sitting while I'm, while I'm talking to you i have all my calendars above me and like my assignments and it's fine nope so next question <laughs> what is something you did value in your teens that you uh what is something you did value in your teens that you uh do not now 
little trickier because yeah, I did value then that I don't value now. I want to be shitty and say friendship, but like, <laughs> because yikes. Let me explain it. I'm not talking about yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I'm very curious about this one. So. You knew me in high school. You knew the people I hung out with. I was so concerned about impressing them and and being my the version of me that I thought they wanted that I feel like I lost myself in high school and then I found myself again in college. Does that make sense? Mm. It's not that I it's not Yeah, that I I'm can in, summarize that. Is that you're being fake? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is sure. that what you're saying? straight up say it like i the people and I'm not saying that they're bad people but they were different than who i who i knew i was and i and, changed myself and who told you that in high school right who who said this in the moment interesting interesting um <clears throat> next question you're such an asshole. what is something Yep. Yeah, I I get that. What's the thing that men in their twenties don't understand about women? And Ooh. please, rapid fire. So I know there's Not a lot. Every I get it. Woman wants to get married right away. I've Ooh. To a lot of guys who are like, well, I'm not really looking for a relationship because I'm not ready to get married right now. I'm like, who says I'm ready to get married right now? Like. I think a lot of guys are, are traumatized by the whole ring by spring college thing that we especially now goes around in Auburn. Not all of us yeah. are in it for just getting a, a big rock on our fingers, you know? Some of us actually want to build a relationship. So That's crazy. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Well, that was quick. I like that one. Uh, as a woman in her 20s, Francesca, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to teenage slash high school Francesca? Um. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, give advice to teens. Um, it's not... I want to say this. I'm an educator. I feel like I shouldn't be saying this. If you know college isn't for you, don't go. Like, if you you think your calling in life is somewhere that you don't need to go to college, don't stress yourself. Like, do well in school, obviously, but don't stress yourself out to try and take all the AP classes like your friends are. Do all this. If you know in your heart, I don't need a degree for what I'm doing. I can go to trade school or I can, you know, do whatever. Because I think a lot of people in high school stress themselves out because they think they have to be like everybody else to go to college. College isn't for everybody, and I've always said that. My parents said that to me growing up. You know, and I think that's something that teenagers need to be more aware of. Like, yeah, in school, you're yeah. told, you need to do well in school, you need to take all these tests, you need to go to college, X, Y, Z. It's okay not to go to college. You are not any lesser of a person just because you don't have a degree. It's a piece of paper at the end of the day. 100%. 100%. And then on top of that, um, you hear about a lot of the success – I can't talk <laughs> – success stories right now that um, – they didn't go to college or the path that they took isn't what people would consider um, the traditional or linear path to get to where they, where they are. So yeah, I, I would, I would say that's very true. Yeah, everybody's people, different. Like we all have to yeah. take our, the course in life that works for you. So. Absolutely. Francesca, go ahead and ask uh, the questions you have for me. I'm ready. Are you sure? Absolutely. All right. First one is the goal you are chasing currently. Are you chasing uh-huh. for yourself or for others? Oh, oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I'm a hundred percent doing it for Tanner. Good. And um Yeah, I mean uh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm doing it for myself. There 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 you go. Rapid fire. Well I'm trying to I'm trying to give an explanation, but rapid fire. <laughs> We suck. That's it. <laughs> Next question. Anyway. Handle failure. How would I handle How failure? Handle failure. Yeah. How do I handle failure? <laughs> I handle failure. Um. Failing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I've definitely failed before. Um. I handle failure by. Taking it as um, there's a reason why I failed and that is okay. But to understand why I failed and to kind of get a lesson out of it, I think is something I used to not do. I think if I failed, I'll just say, oh man, I suck. I failed. And then just like try to move past it or, or get my mind off of it, which ultimately, you know, if a similar situation comes up and, and you didn't change or, um, help yourself to not fail in that certain scenario, then you're going to fail again. So I would say kind of turning it into a a positive experiencing the failure is completely fine. Um, you don't need to suppress it in order to move on. So just process it. It is. Thanks. All right. Same question you asked me. I don't think you answered it. You can't do that. Okay. Well, fine. Fuck you. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just thinking, what was the question? Um, What's the question? Your, what is your biggest thing you are proud of that you've accomplished so far in your 20s? My biggest accomplishment that I've accomplished? Wow. Okay, <laughs> what are you the most proud of? There, I'll simplify it. Uh, what am I most proud of? I think... I think I'm most proud of doing what I want to do and in my early twenties slash going to college, I was doing what I thought I wanted to yeah. do. Uh, and in the moment I was a hundred percent all in. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I didn't realize part of it was because I told people this is what I wanted to yeah. do. So they kind of expected me to follow through with it. Yeah. Um, whereas now, uh, like this, this podcast, for example, this was my own thought that I put into fruition yeah. and, um, you know, it's, it's just stuff like that. Making my own decisions, doing my own thing, um, I think is the thing I'm most proud of, if that makes sense. Oh, oh thanks. <laughs> All righty. I've got a few more here. <laughs> Uh huh. What? This is kind of. You see what I'm doing, by the way. This this is rapid fire. Okay. You know what? I just wanna... I'll hang up. I will leave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to the podcast. Uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Been the biggest life lesson of your twenties. No, that's yes. no. Because uh, I know you. I my know biggest you had, life lesson. Had a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a tough one. You told me you literally texted okay. me and said, "Okay, and I okay, quote, here it is, said, here it is." Ask me deep mm-hmm. questions. I'm all in. Okay. My the the okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> for me, <laughs> for me, it is so hard to, or it was so hard for me to realize where I'm mm-hmm. at. Pat myself on the back and say good job because we are so future driven. Mm-hmm. And I said this on the last episode with um, Josiah, so I hate to repeat myself, but I think it is really important that we're so future driven that where we are right now is what um, Francesca and Tanner two, three years ago uh, hoped and dreamed to be at. You know, like while you're in still in school, you're just hoping to get a job out of college and all that. And then you're in South Carolina and you may not be happy with the job, but you made it. You got that job sure. in the career field you wanted to. Um, really so enjoying that. the present, enjoying the present kind of 
not being so future driven really and focusing wow. on what's next. You you saying all this, I'm like, wow, I suck at that. Well, maybe if you listen to uh, so, the podcast, you would uh, know. <laughs> What else you got for me? <laughs> okay. One more. What has been your biggest uh, motivator throughout your 20s? Oh. It's, My biggest motivator. Besides you, Francesca. Um, <laughs> My biggest motivator is definitely going to be... Um, Realizing that that we only have this one shot, well, supposedly, we only have this one shot, and I'm not going to get younger, so all the decisions I'm making now and everything I'm doing now is stuff I can't take back, um, and it could influence my future. So kind of, kind of realizing that um, if I only got this one shot, I'm going to try to make the most of it and be the happiest person I can be and just be the most at peace that I can be. Um, and then everything else will follow suit. You know, the, the money, cool, great. I've been broke for four years. I could be broke for another four. Um, you know, the, the relationships I have with my friends and family and, uh, girlfriend and everything like that's what matters. Um, so yeah, that's my biggest motivator. It's just trying to, um, make the most out of everything that I, that I currently have and bada beam bada boom. Money. Oh. Money motivated me to do all the stuff I wanted to do. I'm in the wrong career path. <laughs> well, you know, there there's there's more happiness than the everybody's life should just be chase what makes you happy. It's just happiness. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, that's all it boils down to. Are you happy with yourself? Yep. Are you happy with your relationships you have with others? Yes and yes. Well, then yeah. you can, then you're good. You can go through anything and, you know, still be okay at the end yep. of it. 100%. Um, well, cool. Uh, this quote unquote rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. I like I like asking all these broad questions. It's completely fine. I actually had a lot of fun doing this um, format, kind of asking general questions. Yeah. Yeah, no well, cool. Well, thank you so much. No, no, no pressure. Um, thanks for coming on, and it's always great to talk with you and just kind of get to see how your mind works because it's you know stuff it's that isn't ever. necessarily brought up in casual conversation no. <laughs> all, right. all right cool well i think we'll wrap it up here we're about at an hour now so um thanks for being on this episode guys thank you so much for listening once again i'm gonna try to upload once a week i know i'm a little behind right now but i'm gonna try to do one episode a week so thanks again for listening and uh, we'll catch up with you guys soon peace Bye.